gentlemen. It's Durham Freshers Week. Calling all Durham Uni Freshers. Welcome to Durham. Hi everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this little introduction of Durham Nightline. My name is Christos. I am Nightline's director for this year. And with me is Lucy. Uh, I'm Lucy and I'm publicity officer for Nightline this term. So before we begin, we would just like to say a big thank you to Purple Radio for organising this. It's a really good way to introduce our society and connect with students. Uh, we really appreciate it. Right, so um, we're just going to get straight into it and talk a bit about what Nightline is all about. Um, so in short, Nightline's a listening service operated by Durham um, Uni students for specifically um, Durham students as well. Um, it constitutes as one of the channels through which students can find support alongside the university counselling services and uh, as well as college and student welfare um, teams. Uh, and this service is entirely run by student volunteers. So Nylon is here basically if you need to talk to someone uh, and it can be about anything you want, no matter how big or small you think your issue is. So each night of term, starting from the Sunday of Freshers' Week, um, we, between 9pm and 7am, two volunteers stay awake and are available if you need to chat to someone. Um, volunteers are non-advisory, meaning they will never tell you what to do or how to feel. They're simply there to listen to whatever you want to talk about and they will not try to push the conversation to an outcome or a particular solution, uh, if you will. So Nightline is also confidential. Uh, anything you say will stay between you and the volunteer you spoke to. This is not the case only in a few very extreme situations such as terrorist threats or um, child abuse scenarios, but anything else would just be confidential. Um, so the service is also anonymous. Volunteers have no way of tracing your call um, or your instant messaging. Uh, and it's also anonymous to the side of the volunteer in that they don't tell anyone that they do Nightline. Um, there are, however, four public faces, public volunteers, that at a given time, who are not anonymous. Uh, this is the public face team. Uh, me and Lucy are one of them. The other two would be Kate, who is our vice director, and then Amy, who is our training officer. They're not anonymous because it's really hard to liaise with people outside the organisation if you can't show your face or share the name with them. Uh, and in terms of logistics, it's just much easier for us to to be the face of, of Nightline. Um, in any case, though, nothing you tell a volunteer will get back to you. Um, it will just stay with them. Yeah, great. Um, so how can you um, how can someone contact the service um, if you did want to use it? So we run two channels simultaneously, um, a phone line and our instant um, uh, sorry, our online instant chat service. Um, due to the current pandemic, we are only operating the instant messaging service for the foreseeable future. Um, the reason being that our volunteers are working remotely, um, and so we don't want to risk anyone overhearing a phone call, um, whereas instant messaging is obviously easier to do remotely. Um, when we can return to working in our office, we will let you know the phone line is back open uh, through our social media um, platforms. So do keep an eye out for that. The Nightline number is on the back of your campus card and also the key rings that we give out to freshers as well. As for the instant messaging service, it is currently open 
every night of term and will continue to be open for the foreseeable future. To access it, head to Durham Nightline, um, our website, durhamnightline.com, and the chat button is on the homepage. You might need to scroll down a tiny bit if you're accessing um, that through your phone. Once you enter the chat, the volunteer will get an alert and join the chat. And when the chat closes, all the conversation is automatically deleted as well. So people get in contact with Nightline for a wide range of reasons, whether they want a light chat or talk about something more serious. Um, nothing is kind of too big or too small to contact Nightline over. Um, this is a common misconception that we hear a lot, especially when we do outside training, that um, Nightline is mainly a suicide suicide um, prevention service, which it, it is part of what we do, but we're there for much more than that. Um, maybe you just need to talk to someone while you're like walking home um, and you need someone to, to listen to you. Um, anything could be a good reason to call Nightline over. Um, all of our volunteers have completed a very extensive training uh, and selection program um, and are able to handle any call or topic mentioned. We also share information quite regularly um, inside our organization to keep up to date with kind of current topics. Um, there are no time limits as well to the calls or online chat. A volunteer will be there for you as long as you want. Um, calls and messages, as Lucy said, will never be recorded or the chat logs, for example, will be deleted automatically. Aside from access to the internet messaging system, Durham Nightline website also contains some more information regarding our policies, organization and how we operate. Uh, so if uh, anybody wants to take a look at that, they can just find everything um, on there. Uh, aside from operating the service, we offer active listening workshops to student groups around campus. Uh, this is a big part of the training that we do, especially in Freshers' Week, where we go around the colleges and train FREPs in active listening and have these active listening workshops. Um, we, regular, we regularly organize these workshops for various student groups as well and sports team, uh, especially welfare officers that they're interested in how to better help their societies. Um, if uh, any of you are interested in organizing such a workshop with us, uh, please just drop us a message at training at Yep. Um, so if you are interested in becoming a Nightline volunteer, um, you need to sign up for our training weekend. We, want, we run one every term um, and you can sign up for the upcoming October training weekend, um, which is open now. And for this, check out our social media for the sign up form. Um, the training weekend itself contains a lot of informal small group sessions in which current volunteers will teach you active listening principles and techniques. These sessions build on a series of more formal lectures um, given by external speakers on a range of issues commonly faced by students that might, um, that might turn to Nightline for support. Topics for these talks include... Um, responding to sexual violence disclosures, self-harm, eating disorders and suicide. Um, these are all difficult topics to discuss for anyone, so each talk has its own set of trigger warnings. Um, there is also a quiet room with a volunteer in it open at all times in case someone needs just to take a moment. Um, due to COVID, training weekends are now run online through Zoom and an app called Slack. We are also splitting the content over two weekends to make the training less intense for trainees. Um, so the dates for the upcoming, upcoming training cycle are the 
24th and 25th of October for the first part and the 31st of October and the 1st of November um, for the second part. You don't have to want to be a volunteer to sign up for um, our training weekend. Just an interest in mental health issues and active listening is all you need. Um, if you are interested in taking up welfare positions during your time at uni, during doing the training weekend is also a really great idea. Um, as most colleges require their welfare officers to be um, nightline trained. Mm -hmm. um, and if you do want to volunteer, as we said, it's an extensive selection process. Uh, so there are a number of interviews you have to go through. Um, and those sign up for those will be made available during training. Um, in those interviews, you'll be assessed on the skills taught during the training weekend and kind of your ability to adapt them to different types of calls and instant messaging charts. Um, active listening does not focus on specific issues. It's just a general way of uh, listening of the other person. So it doesn't really matter um, what the topic might be, just how you apply these skills. Um, and they use your own knowledge and judgment for kind of the, the rest of the call. Uh, the interview process happens in the weeks after the training weekend happens. Uh, they are one-to-one -one, um, and last around three hours. And the number of interviews each candidate is invited to ranges from kind of one to three. Um, three hours might seem a bit long for an interview, um, but trust me, they do go by really fast. Um, the reason they are so long is because we assess your ability to respond to a wide variety of calls through a series of kind of role plays. Uh, the interviewer is uh, kind of the caller of for Nightline and the interviewee um, responds as a Nightline volunteer. Um, and after each role play, you'll be given feedback and notes by your interviewer um, and your skills will usually improve during the interview. Um, they are also a way for you to practice the skills learned during the weekend um, in different scenarios and there are more extensive scenarios that what you might see in the weekend. Um, but uh, at the end, what we are looking to is to be 100% sure that the person who comes in can just answer the phone and we're confident in their ability to, to carry on that conversation. Um, selection, therefore, is based on a set of standards. We're not trying to fill a quarter of new volunteers. You know, if, if only two people meet the standards, then we'll only take the two. If 20 people meet the standards, then we'll happily take all of them on. Uh, it's just a question if we're 100% confident in their ability. Um, and that's kind of the only standard that we're looking to. Yeah. Um, so just going to go on to chat a bit about what being a volunteer is like. Um, so being a volunteer is a very flexible commitment. You can do kind of as little or as much as you want um, from taking a shift once every so often um, to taking a shift once a week um, and being involved with the executive committee. Um, so you can choose how much you want to do. Um, we do not do like split shifts. So um, if you do volunteer, you'll be on duty from 9 p.m. Um, till 7 a.m. Um, all through the night. So while on duty and in between calls, uh, volunteers can do a range of things. Sometimes they'll read or do work or just relax, um, have a chat, maybe like watch a movie or play a board game. It's a very like informal atmosphere to be in. Um, and at the end of a shift, volunteer will just... Um, get some sleep and go back to their day-to-day -day life um, so being anonymous is actually really um, it's really important for the callers but equally it's as important for volunteers as it gives them that kind of like possibility to take off their 
nightline hat um, and be able to just get back to their normal life. Um, so volunteers can be affected by some more difficult calls that come in. Um, and for this reason, there is an extensive network of support structures within the organisation um, for volunteers to turn to. We also have links with the university counselling services and other organisations um, for volunteers to get support as well. Mm -hmm. um, so aside from operating the service, obviously, uh, as a volunteer, you have many opportunities to get involved with the executive committee. So there are a lot of different positions there. Some of them are quite light uh, and really not a big commitment and others are very time consuming uh, and a much bigger commitment, but also very rewarding. Um, so for a lot of volunteers, the social aspect of Nightline is one of the best parts. As a volunteer, you will be invited to kind of somewhat regular socials um, and will be involved with different aspects of the service from taking shift to training new volunteers being part of a support network or even take up leadership positions within the organization. When you suddenly spend 10 hours um, in a room with another person, you're bound to come to become kind of close friends with them. Um, and it's a great way to actually meet some people, even though you can't really meet them outside of Nightline. Yeah. Um, so just to kind of round up some of the things that we've been talking about, um, if you do have any questions, feel free to drop us a message on social media um, or also email us at nightline at durham.ac.uk. Um, you can also follow our social media for updates on our um, when our phone line is going to reopen and also training weekends as well. If you are interested in being a volunteer or just learning more about active listening and mental health issues, sign up for our October training weekend Um which is now open. Um, again, head to our social media for more information and the sign-up form as well. Yeah, so all in all, that's it from us. Um, we hope this run through the different aspects of Nightline um, and that was insightful for you. Uh, we look forward to getting to meet some of you during our next training weekends. We've seen a lot of uh, interest so far, um, even though they are online. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's it from us and good luck with the rest of your day. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. It's fine. It's fine. We've got this. On three. One. You're going to clap with me. Oh, I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one person counts. Okay, yeah, go. One, two, three. Three. Was that not good? It's fine. We'll. Uh, it's fine. This we'll, is, we can work with this that. This can be the um, the, the introduction. Yeah. yeah the blooper reel. <laughs> okay. This is Purple Radio. Purple Radio.